0: Ladies and gentlemen from Colonial Heights, Virginia and All Seasons Tabletop Studio, it's The Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode International Health and Science Experts Demand a Better Way. Part 3. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is The Undiluted Truth dot podcast at gmail.com are you on your best
1: behavior oh lord i hope so it's a must it's a must Mm.
0: welcome everybody to the undiluted truth i am ben and without any further delay, let's welcome in our host, Mike. Um, I, I'm having a great evening. How so, are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to go out and say that wow, ahead of time. And I, you just so cut, you
1: just cut me right I, off. Just, I no, <laughs> um, I'm cutting
0: to the quick. No, actually, it is.
1: actually, I was waiting, and I'm like, Yeah, am I supposed to talk now? <laughs>
0: well, well, now I'm going to. Well, now that you've heard it, it's, I I almost took his intro. That's kind of weird because I'm doing the intro. Yeah. Anyway, sure. But. Yeah, so I am doing, doing I'm doing good today. Yeah. And so how are you doing today, Mike? Oh, ah,
1: I'm doing fantastic. Excellent. Yeah, now that Wonderful. I'm here, you know. Now that, um, now that you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked around and I'm thinking I Uh-oh. don't have my water bottle, but uh, it, it nevertheless I am here.
0: Do I need uh, to do I need to get out get away from the tabletop uh, and get you a water bottle? Um
1: I don't know, maybe. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> I can run uh, and grab one if you need me. Uh, we we could we could make that happen uh, <laughs> uh, pretty easily, but uh, nevertheless, no. Uh, it's it's been a good day. Uh, a lot going on. Mm, uh, yes, a whole lot going on, and just wanted to say that we have some good news. I, I can't remember whether we we did speak about the event we were at uh, the, the yes. last weekend, and we have got uh, Doctor Fury. Uh, Dr. Sheila Fury scheduled already. Excellent. Uh, we just don't know. I mean, she will be on Thursday, and, and unless something uh, interferes. But right now, we're good to go with with her. She's a local doctor here in Virginia, okay. and we're excited about having her. Uh, she sort of shoots straight from the hip and has a lot of knowledge about what's been going on here. And it for me, it's going to be refreshing to speak with someone right. local and you know, even though we're sharing this nationwide and well worldwide actually. Right. But this is going to be Virginia specific.
0: So, so. Okay. So so you're saying next Thursday today is the fourteenth of July. It's true. Um and so folks, that would be next Thursday. And you guys might not hear that, but they will be in the studio or on our podcast live, that's correct. While, while we're recording, yeah, So,
1: so be on the lookout so, for that. Yeah, uh, and and others to come that we we did uh, communicate with from that event. So we're Excellent. looking forward to that. And actually, I believe that uh, Doctor Fury will. I think she will be a frequent uh, guest as needed. So uh, that's good. It's kind of nice to. It's almost like having a an attorney on retainer. You know, we've sort of got our <laughs> local doc that we can uh, that we can you know, utilize her her expertise and so forth, and share some things that may be able to help people locally here uh, right. with some treatments, uh, prophylaxis, and and things of that nature. So
0: yeah, and and it's nice. I agree. It's it's nice to start building our own repertoire of, I guess, guests. Yes. Uh so that that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had a few different people here and there, but it's nice to expand and start building that foundation of guests for I, our podcast. I I yeah.
1: totally agree as we did talk about a movement of truth. Right. That this is I think the part of it and, you know, for us maybe just the beginning of what's what's to come. So Yeah. I'm exciting okay. stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, great uh, great to be here once again. Welcome officially to all of you true seekers and rock tumblers out there. Uh, we are, once again, uh, picking up on this, uh, I'm just going to call it awesome because the information that we're getting from this conference uh, in Bath United Kingdom, the Better Way Conference, headed out here, especially in this particular segment by Big Bigtree with the High Wire and the Audio and everything is coming from them. Uh, great people, uh, you know they do tremendous work. So we're picking up this uh, this actual clip here, or this segment. I, I'm, I'm going to call it. It's more than a clip with the question and answers, uh, talking about the how to how to deal with those that are putting the pressure on blocking all of these studies and, and and manipulating things. And Tess Laurie has just made the comment, maybe we should hurt them where it counts, and that's in the pocketbook. She just made yeah. the statement of, right, right. of maybe we should just say, hey, no more jabs until... The proper studies are done till you get your act together. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 then we can determine what really is safe and what really isn't. Right. So yeah. Uh, and I think when we begin this, you may hear some applause because she got some applause uh, in in the uh, in the room there uh, after that statement was made.
0: Right. Right before I think she spoke, or I think Robert Malone spoke just before she did, but they were just. Finishing what talking, Robert was talking about the fact that they didn't do the placebo studies for all the things. Right, that's what we're talking about. Yes, how they how they bypassed. They would block them. Yeah,
1: yeah, right, And, and and basically block them by saying that this jab it's, or this uh-huh. treatment is so wonderful and and you know so it's almost like a miracle drug right. you can't even it deny un- it to the to the control group
0: right because that would be
1: unethical, it would be unethical. How they're, that's how exactly they're saying, right right
0: so that that's what just finished
1: right yeah uh, uh, that's okay. exactly right and then dell makes a comment and then we'll we'll say this and then we'll sort of let these professionals ha- uh, sort of have at it here but dell made the comment of the ones that are doing the studies
2: mm-hmm.
1: are the ones that are are are, are with it. or part of yeah. the actual manufacturers yep whether it be moderna Johnson and Johnson Pfizer right. and uh another doctor or professional I should say is going to chime in on that I think yeah. during this segment here but, I mean, this whole thing, when you think about it, is—I mean—a better way. It's, it's all planned.
0: Those companies are doing an internal audit.
1: Well, sure.
0: Shouldn't it be done by a third party? Yeah,
1: and even worse,
0: especially for these types of things. I mean, well,
1: absolutely, yeah, it should be. I, yeah. Well, exactly. we, well, we heard Doctor Malone earlier. He had he had mentioned that if he had done what what Fauci, Anthony Fauci yeah, has absolutely. been doing for years, blocking these mm-hmm. these placebo studies,
0: yeah he wouldn't have a business license right now. absolutely
1: yeah so all right yep. well here we go with a better way right out of the uk and uh these this panel of professionals here all right all right ready ben ready here we go
3: but you've just said into a question that i'm pondering too then because what you're saying is then we just need to reject purchasing these products several people raised their hands they believe there was a future in vaccination If there is a future in vaccination, if we do all of these studies and it proves that the vaccinated group truly are healthier than the unvaccinated, which would go against all the independent studies, they're showing us the exact opposite, but they're very small studies. But let's say we get to that point where we have finally done those studies and we realize that vaccination appears to be a good tool, as Geert van den Bosch has promoted, and I know just because you've sparked this conversation is there any way to have a vaccine program that depends on everyone using it to achieve herd immunity that doesn't take away people's freedom by mandating
4: it upon them?
1: Mm, there you go. Good question.
4: So in, in my opinion, um, these mandates, we had a, an anecdotal example. Historically, there are multiple nations where um, compulsion and enticement are not employed we the the crime i'm sorry i said it (laughs) the crime here is forcing human beings um to accept an imposed medical procedure which we all agreed after world war ii was not something we were going to do anymore amen um and people are reasonable the the easy solution is if the data are clear and compelling, that um, product X will save your child's life and will not and will reduce their risk of death and significant disease. Let's take a stocking horse in the news. If there is clear and compelling evidence that monkeypox is in fact a threat to your child, and that there is a vaccine that is truly safe and effective for your child to take. To reduce that threat, um, every parent in the world will clamor to have that product for their sure. child. Let's
3: take that right in the right in the nose, then right here. I mean, you can jump in if you want. Monkeypox. We have what? I don't uh, six or seven cases now somewhere. Around, no, but let's because. And I want to ask you a couple specific questions. But let's just take the scenario. No one's going to get that. Get that vaccine until monkeypox is spreading everywhere at which point the vaccine will be rushed on the market It will not take the 10 years. We need to develop it and then we will be back to Geert's problem Which is you're about to start vaccinating in the middle of a pandemic So, you know, where is the place
2: in which any of this Uh, system works? Well, I'm having a tremendous problem here, please Please tell me why because guys, this is way more complex than you are discussing If you are discussing about the safety issues, for example, I mean, you are not considering the impact of losing herd immunity. If you have diseases where you have no uh, asymptomatic transmission, you can do a lot because you can isolate people, you can have a a, a major impact by infection prevention measures on the spread of the disease. If you have diseases like flu, like corona, like even measles that can spread asymptomatically, how do you think that without vaccination you are going to maintain your herd immunity? Please tell me. Okay. It's by having the next the next epidemic, of course. Do you want to have this? I... You, can you calculate what the damage will be of that of that? You cannot. You know, this is simply based on, on you know knowledge of immunology, herd immunity, you cannot compare uh, like, uh, you know, monkeypox, for example, it. where you have a really protective immune response to cytolytic well, T cells, well, for well, example, here I would say this with, uh, with, mean, with other things. Think, so uh, okay, I, yes, I, I'm having a huge problem with, okay. with, with taking yeah. these shortcuts, right? And oh. we're saying no injections. Okay, guys, then we, we are not going to vaccinate. These diseases that we have kept under control for many years, thanks to herd immunity, lose that herd immunity and have your epidemics to reestablish it every single time. I think.
1: Okay, I'm. I'm going to jump in because I think Garrett was talking about one thing, and I think, especially uh, uh, Dell, and. Oh, what's <laughs> here? We go. Here we go again, Ben. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, Tess Laurie. Right, right. Uh, is talking about, she said no vaccines until the studies are done. Right. I don't think she was talking about measles or, or, or anything, you know. Like those uh, original 10 those original, back in the. Yes. You know, I, I, something I,
0: like that. Yeah. I think she was like, let's keep those. Let's be reasonable. Exactly. But all these new ones that have come out is, I think, what she and Dell are all talking about, like I think you're about to say. Yes, yeah. Yes. All the new ones that we know have not been kept with these types of things.
1: That's right. And uh-huh. see, his deal is, you know, you've got, you know, some asymptomatic
0: right, issues,
1: right. but we all know that anything that's going on now mm-hmm. is is not really. as She said it best. We don't even know if the so called jab the 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 healing or the protection is not causing more harm than good right and right she also said they're not this is this is we're being treated for prevention mm-hmm. we don't need treatment we're not ill you know that that was her point right it's not like everyone is ill we need to you know we need help this is for prevention of something that we don't even know we need Prevention from, right. you know. Yeah. So, uh, I think Geert is sort of off the the track a little bit. But what he's saying, I I understand,
0: right. And it and it makes sense from what he's trying to say. Yeah, yes, because so, he's
1: more concerned with herd immunity and, right. and 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 the asymptomatic part of being able to separate and have herd immunity
0: yeah and I, I think but i think he's going back to like you were saying the measles and and rubella and stuff that that we used to be vaccinated for anyway right and he's saying oh so we're not going to do any of them period well yeah well here's another question though based off of test laurie's comment were those placebo studied well, yeah, good. were even those placebo studied, or were those just thrown in there without being studied? Because because we yeah, found they've out. been working, but mm-hmm. at the same point, maybe keep some of them, but you still need to do that study, right, to find out yeah. if something is going on with them.
1: Right, yeah. but we all, we also know have have we had a problem with measles or any of this stuff in 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 years? No, no, no. The measles outbreak, we under we clearly understand by by some folks, and Judy Mikovits was one of them, mm-hmm. and I think even Doctor David Martin had mentioned that the one in uh, L.A. at mm-hmm. Disneyland that outbreak of measles right. was actually planted. It was not just some random outbreak of measles. It was it right. was sort of like this Wuhan spike protein. Right. It was put out there on purpose yeah. to drive an agenda. And 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 of course, you know, that debate yeah. is still happening, but the problem is is a the debate. They no one can say, well, this was just some random case of measles. Right. You know? So and, uh, you know, this is where we really get into the weeds with some of this stuff. And that's why some of these questions, I think Geert's giving all of those Entities, WHO, NIH, FDA, you know, CDC, he's given all of them so much credit or credibility, I should say. And and I I I can appreciate that. But see, he's he's living, in my opinion, with some of this. Don't get me wrong, he is a unbelievably smart man and is well versed in all of this, mm-hmm. but he's approaching this is there's nothing nefarious going on anywhere and he's talking strictly science you well know.
0: And, yeah and and that's and that's, and that's good <laughs> uh but i i had one more thing to say like going off of the the studies that need to be done and and they've talked about that but like going back to you know if those first 10 that we've know that we we're getting vaxxed up until what the late the early mid 80s I think Delta, Yes, they were talking about that. And then all of a sudden it jumped to like 50 and then now it's like you said around 80. Yes. And he made the correlation as Geert brought out, correlation doesn't equal causation. Right. So there still needs, there needs to be a study done there. Mm-hmm. But right. when you have a big jump in vaccines mm-hmm. that are not placebo studied, studied right. right? Most of those uh, from what we're talking about are not. And then you have an uh um kind of like a parallel if you will increase in diseases. Mm-hmm. You yeah. just have to ask her is this really ask if this really is correlation. Right. So there needs to be a study done there because like Tess Laurie going back there. hmm Okay, let's keep these vaxxed because while these were being vaxxed, we didn't really have this increase. Right. At least to our knowledge, right? That's right. But let's do that study on these yeah. and find out what's going on here. Right. You know, yeah. So
1: I'm, and you know, and, and of course, you know, there's so much that we would like to hear debated about because uh, I would yeah. like for somebody to, to to bring up natural immunity, natural, innate yeah. immunity. That's natural how we immunity. get. That's how yeah. we. That's how we get herd immunity. We expose right. people, and especially the youth, to this, and it all goes back to the kids. And, and you know, that now here we go down, you know, that other topic.
0: Right. Uh, right. But
1: I would love to hear that argument amongst uh the group here so
0: well let's see where they go
1: let's see where they go (laughs) and i'm not sure uh we got another doctor getting ready to chime in here female so let's let's get back to this
5: we have one um great doctor in the united states of america his name is dr paul and um he did a study i mean it's not a study he more or less did a report because he has a he's a pediatrician and he is
1: I'm, yeah, this Dr. Paul Merrick. We stop that uh, quickly. And this is uh, M- Maria Hummer, Hummermog, M O G G. Uh, and she's a general practitioner, but she is referring to Dr. Paul Merrick. So just so you know who Dr. Paul is,
5: it's a big um, uh, practice. So um, he compared over, I think it was ten years,
3: ten I think over ten thousand, ten, patients.
5: yeah, and over ten thousand um, children patients, like. Vaccinated, (laughs) partly vaccinated, and unvaccinated kids. So, And he could see after 10 years who were the kids with the allergies, who were the kids with other health issues, and so on. So I think this is not a peer-reviewed study or whatever, but this is something we have to look at. And the second thing that I want to bring into this discussion, if we now have the five-year-olds, like the Austrian parliament, let's better say the... Um, national, as it's the Nationales impf committee, the nationalist impf the national vaccine committee just recommended for all the five year olds in Austria to get a booster. And even recovered five year olds should get a booster after time. Oh my goodness. So now, if we think of these kids immunocompromised by the COVID 19 jabs, What if they get their vaccines that we have already on the market? So what is then going on with their immune systems? We don't know this. And we should, you know, give more sight on doctors like Dr. Paul to see what he has done and then, you know, repeat what he has done and do it over years and years and years. And then we have data for this discussion.
1: Very good. There we go, Ben. Uh-huh. she was, she got right she she's, got right to it. She's didn't right you? on our comments. She right, went, yeah, yeah. yeah, she went right at it. Mm-hmm. Okay. She asked the question. Well, if they're getting vaccin vaccinated or getting boosted, what is happening to their immune system? But, well, that's how you get herd immunity by letting the kids get this and it it, it, it puts it puts the brakes on. It's, yeah. it stops this.
0: But one one question, maybe maybe you understood it differently than me. She said that kids even recovered kids now is that from a shot or is that from the disease? Because if you've recovered with, with natural immunity, it's, it's you've rec- got more immunity against the disease than if you and than if you had the shot originally, and now you want to give me a booster it's re- it's for reco- what reason? It's reco- I've already had it and recovered.
1: Well, I I take that as recovered from the virus, and I and I, yeah, not, that's not, not, I took not, not the jab, right. but I take it as even if you were, because you know that if you're jabbed. You can still get it. Right. So yeah. you could be jabbed, get the virus, recover, but even at that. So you've had one jab, you've had the virus, you've recovered, and now you, you need to get another one. You can, you need a booster now. Yeah. You could get a booster, get the virus, and recover, and who knows? They I, might want you to...
0: But are they saying natural immunity people that didn't get the jab, that recovered, are required to I get th- a booster?
1: I think that's what she was referring to. The, that's the kids Because there are only five... And that, six years old. That's ridiculously yeah. stupid. Well, yeah. Well, that's if and, that's
0: what she was actually
1: meaning. Well, she they're said requiring. the, the inter- it was at the international vaccine committee. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that has come out and wow. made this. You know, that's that's so, just
0: ridiculously. But
1: dumb. but I I like see this is this is this is public or interactive discourse with doctors and yes. scientists. This it's, this is it's, how you do yeah. it. Yeah, my good. goodness, this is good stuff. All right, back at it. Here we go. Round 41. I don't know. All right.
3: <laughs> all right.
6: <laughs> go ahead. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. I
6: know. So, uh, unfortunately, I-, I hate to be this guy, but the problem is really that we all feel entitled to have a simple solution, and we waited far too long for there to be one, right? The problem is like two layers up, right? And when you say, Dell, that... People don't realize it's the companies themselves that do these trials. It's not the companies themselves. They hire contractors. And you know what that means? There's competition between contractors to deliver results that the companies like. And a company that does an honest trial isn't going to survive very long. So it's a system that is built to fail. Mm -hmm. Right? Good point. You, Tess, you say that we shouldn't shouldn't take these vaccines uh, until they give us what we want. That they give us vaccines that are safe and uh, that they tell us what's in them. And I agree, but... The market is not going to deliver you that.
1: I'm going to stop right there because she didn't say that. She didn't say that no vaccines until they give us a safe vaccine. All she wants is studies to see is it safe, is it unsafe? you know, she's true, not even true.
0: True. She, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But she's
1: not saying we want to alluded vaccine.
0: to it, but didn't say yeah. it exactly that way. Yeah. Let's right. study it. I mean, after yeah.
1: the study, you might go, Hey, we don't need vaccines at all. Right. Let's study it thoroughly. I see what you're saying. You know, yeah. I mean, it almost makes her sound like, well, I I want a safe vaccine. Well, no, let's, let's back up and walk this thing through a little well, bit. Well, we do. Well, but, if, if we have to have a vaccine, yeah. see that's, if right. you go back to the very original question, in the future, seeking a better way of doing all this, do we see a vaccine playing a part in the better way? Right, right. So I'm, I'm if we if we do enough studies, we might decide we don't need a we don't need a vaccine. So it's I'm almost a, a little mean. slight hinting of yeah. and 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 I don't know that uh, uh, I think as Kevin. Uh, if he really, I think that may be the way he heard it, but it's his point. I just wanted to make that clear because it just
0: fair enough. It, yeah,
1: it was a little yeah. abrasive on, on my my left brain. No, okay, yeah, yeah. So here we go
6: back to right. This is vaccination is too important to be in the hands of a private corporation. Well, what are you going to do? Are you going to hand it to government? Our governments have you seen how they behave? That wouldn't be safe now, would it? So. At some level, this is not an indictment of vaccination. It's an indictment of the system in which it is embedded. We're going to have to solve that problem. And if you think that's going to be simple, then you haven't been paying attention. We have a serious problem in Western civilization. Every institution has been captured. We have to solve that problem. Then we can talk about vaccination. Over your shoulder. Very Very good. good. Over Gretchen Weinstein's
3: shoulder. Jessica Rose has been wanting to weigh in. Sorry, Jessica. What, What are your thoughts?
7: Yeah, I, I I have a few powerful thoughts, but it-
1: okay. This is Jessica Rose, and she's a PhD. She is a biologist and data analyst. She is remarkably uh, uh, versed in in all of this. But at this particular conference, she's on a Zoom call, so the sound is going to be a little weird. Oh, okay. So she's gotcha. actually on a screen behind this panel that you've been listening to. So just to make that clear. All right. Yeah. Here we go.
7: They're they're philosophical. I mean, I I'm a biologist. Among you know, above everything else. Okay, I do some math and everything, but like, I I really believe in I believe in the human body first of all. I believe in this beautiful immune system. I believe, wait, I believe the, the idea of. What I call piggybacking, this gorgeous system using inoculation is a beautiful concept. Because I'm a scientist, I, I love this idea because it's it's like a mimicking of a biological system that's evolved for so long. What I think like I completely agree with what Brett just said, it this bastardization of of the, of the whole thing is the problem. Uh, I think that the the non disclosure of ingredients is is appalling, of course, but it's it's the systems that are broken. Um, and 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 just just to back up one one step, this Vax on back study issue is so important. And going back and collecting data that we know that exists and analyzing that will give us an opportunity to do studies that compare or, or determine. maybe can help us determine conflicts between different kinds of vaccines. Although I'm sure that uh, a lot of people would have a problem with that because if we, let's just say we found out that there was a correlation between people who had the flu vaccine and the MMR vaccine and and asthma. I, you know what I you know what I'm getting at here. So it could become problematic for mm. for certain combinations. But <laughs> I don't care about that because I'm not profit driven. I care about uh, I actually care about the health of people, and so. I think these studies are so... It, it's so essential for us to do these studies and to to retroanalyze data and um, and to do studies not only vax and unvaxed, but vax with different combinations because we know that they're combining, like the MMR is a triple and they're adding oh, yeah. the flu vaccine to that too, and uh, et cetera. So to go back to the original question about um, whether or not I believe... Vaccination plays a role. I, I really want to, but it has to be done. Perhaps the way that it was designed to do in the beginning. And I, I don't know. Maybe it was always doomed to fail. I don't know. I don't
1: okay. I think that's a good place to uh, to kind of wrap up with uh, Doctor Rose. I, I will say this: you <laughs> just to clear up any weird noises and whatever you're, you're hearing someone on a zoom call. There's noises in back of the room and what, I mean, they have no control. Who knows what was going on in her apartment, her home or wherever she was, she was uh, doing this from. So please pardon some of the extracurricular noise that was coming from that. I like a couple of things that she said very clearly. and, And I like what she said at the end. I, I like the way she talked about. You know, she likes the idea. First thing she said, she loves the body, the human body, the way we were made. She likes yeah. As a scientist, a biologist, there th- you have to be just in awe of seeing, especially uh, how our body takes care of infiltrators, how, sickness, right. and uh, you yeah, know, yeah. And to have something, and she 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 tied that to an, an inoculation. She thought that was kind of cool. She thought that was kind of neat because right. the original inoculation was to she used the word mimic the okay. human body, right. and that's really what was that that was the design. Yeah, let's come up with something that can sort of help kickstart. We've talked about this before: the the immune system to defend itself right. against this particular strand of what could become a pandemic and we can shut it down now by this. Right. Yes. This so-called inoculation with an attenuated injection, you know, which I get it. It makes perfect sense. And, but then she rolls almost full circle. She comes back at the end and she says, that's a wonderful idea. I, you know, I'm sort of enthralled with the idea of Mm -hmm. an inoculation to help prevent certain things. Right. And she says, so back to the original question, does a vaccine play a role in this better way? And she says, you know, I would like to think so, but maybe, maybe no. And then she says, maybe it was doomed to fail from the very beginning. And I think that without saying right there in plain sight and in plain English, (laughs) what she was saying is God created this wonderful body that I have been just in awe of for a long time. And you know what? We have been trying to mimic and kickstart and to mess with what he had already made. Right. So maybe, just maybe, she's saying, this was doomed to fail from the very beginning, and 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 I think that's very, very profound. That's what I got out of what she was saying. I don't know if I'm trying to read something in on it, but that is exactly the way I'm taking what she what she okay. was commenting
0: on. Very interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah, interesting. So, but that sort of wraps us up uh, on this, and I, I think. I don't know. We might we might have a couple of um, uh, other pieces of information in regards to this this one uh, conference, but I think that sort of wraps it up. But I am still encouraged, Ben, that there are a group of people just like this. And you know what? This is this is neat because. They they don't all agree lockstep on what's going on. No. They disagree a little bit here and there. They they they're, they're giving their thoughts and their expertise Absolutely. and this is the way it's supposed to be. I really like it and I do believe that everybody here wants what is best for mankind. I right. I don't have any reason not to believe that. So Um, it's, it's, it was a great conference and I'm sure these people are still communicating and still doing what is right and what is good. And I'm encouraged by that.
0: Excellent. Yeah. To
1: to know that we're not out here on some Island all alone. And the only few people that are screaming about truth and, and, and turning over rocks to find it, you know, that these people are doing the same thing. And boy, let me tell you, they've got, they've got more expertise uh, than I do, and, and it almost it, it makes me more excited looking forward to Doctor Fury and in, uh, in yeah. some questions that, that that we can ask her. So sounds good, very good. Yeah. All right, well, uh, another great, great little uh, call this a mini series. I, I it was very very well done, very encouraging. All right, well, let's uh, let's go to a word of prayer as we close up. Father in heaven, once again we thank you. That first of all, that you created us, we thank you for the knowledge that you've given us to to understand at least that gener- generality. We thank you that there are people like those in this panel and at this conference that want to do what is right for mankind, for your creation, and we don't know where they are with their spirituality, but their intent, we believe is pure, is good, and we thank you for everything. These individuals traveled many, many miles to unite together here in the United Kingdom. We thank you for them. We ask for special blessings and protection on them and their families, and we also pray that what they are attempting to do will come to fruition, and and uh, whether it be eradicate uh, things that aren't needed. Uh, find new cures through who knows, uh, maybe something that you have designed on this planet. Go figure. <laughs> uh, but but Father, we we want to thank you for this platform that we have here. Uh, we ask for special blessings on all of our listeners, and we pray that their desire to seek truth will increase and. Their desire to be more like you will increase. And we just want to send a a word of encouragement. Uh, We think this of ourselves, but all of those out there, if you think that there is something that has caused you to never uh, uh, be able to stand in the face of God again, don't believe it. Uh, He wishes none be lost. He wants to help all of us to one day soon be in heaven and in his kingdom with him Mm -hmm. so as we part ways today we pray we thank him for being our creator and ask that every intent of our thought be pure and in jesus name we pray amen
0: amen thank you for tuning in Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth.
1: And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.